Good morning. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. My name is Emily Allen. I am your host and today we're just going to jump right into it. Um, So yesterday I was driving home from one of my favorite local shops. Shout out to the Cactus Rose Boutique. They're amazing. I love their clothes, especially if you like Western clothes, going to country music shows, you definitely need to check them out. Um, And when I left the shop, I had called my mom, put my phone on hands-free mode, and I was pulling out of the parking lot. Well, from where I was pulling out of the parking lot, I could not I mean, I could see sort of, but I could see that there was nobody coming to my right. So I looked to my left to make sure there are no cars coming because I'm turning right. You can only turn right. And from the second of when I looked to my right to then look to my left to when I go, all of a sudden, there is a bicyclist that goes directly in front of my car. Really seemingly from out of nowhere from my perspective, because of course, if I would have seen a bicyclist going in front of me, I wouldn't have gone. And so I hit her pretty much directly front on in the Bronco. And unfortunately, she rolled off and I think underneath the car because then my back tires ran over her and or her bike, which... If you've never been in this situation before, I pray and hope that you never are. I hope you never have to witness it. I hope you never have to experience it from either end. Um, Luckily, the grace of God, by the grace of God completely, I know that there were angels watching over the whole situation because she somehow, when I got out of the car, was laying on the ground and neither her head or her body had been crushed, like her torso, her major organs but her leg was severely hurt and she had had another bicyclist with her I'm not sure if it was her husband or her boyfriend and of course he was yelling at me to stay away Um, and I completely understand that protective drive that just kicks in and of course you think that like you know the person driving the car is totally to blame at that point he I'm sure felt that way and so I stood right there. I grabbed a water bottle just to try to offer it to her, give it around her. Luckily, I was able to call 911 right away and there was another car that pulled over, got out, and began to help. There were people who ran out from Cactus Rose, from the bike shop next door that came out to help her and luckily the thank you to the fire team who was able, and the police officers, who were able to get with the scene with what within what felt like less than two minutes. We were luckily, luckily very close to uh, a local fire station, probably within a half a mile, and they were there so quickly. The police officers were there, like, seriously, what felt like within, like, two minutes at the very most. Um, and I'm so thankful that those people were able to come, those amazing first responders, and be there and be able to get her help before she either passed out or lost consciousness. I don't know the extent of any other injuries or really how she's doing currently. I just know that she is alive and that she will likely make a full recovery to some extent. Now, I am just absolutely shattered that this accident happened. 
I really have a lot of empathy for anyone who's in an accident, but especially an accident where you did everything right and you still couldn't avoid it happening. I came to a complete stop. I looked both ways. I, yes, was had my phone on hands-free mode, but I was still very much focused. I wasn't holding my phone. I wasn't holding anything else. I wasn't eating. I wasn't trying to even look at the radio. I was truly trying to just be a present driver and be careful. And unfortunately, the way that the sign for the buildings, like their um, like almost advertisement sign, is their the sidewalk jets behind it. So from the angle that I was at where the biker was, I couldn't see them because they were almost completely covered by the signs. Not only that, but then the sidewalk jets out quickly in front of our, like right in front, right before the exit. So there's not a lot of room for error or a lot of time before you go from seeing no one to having them right in front of you. Um, And of course, I never want to place blame. I don't think placing blame is very helpful here. Um, But at the same time, of course, it's on both parties to be able to see what's happening around them. And I am not sure if she was able to see me. It doesn't... It didn't appear like she had slowed down at all, and it seemed like she was going at a very fair, quick pace, Um, but ultimately I don't know because it all happened so fast, and I don't obviously blame her at all because I understand that sometimes when you're riding a bike, you keep pedaling and you're going and you don't see anything, and so you keep going, you know, and I didn't see anyone, so I kept going, and we both happened to be at the very wrong spot at the exact wrong time, um, which is so, just so unfortunate that she had to go through getting hit by a car, because I cannot imagine the pain of that, Um, and also the pain that I now have to feel as well, not physical, but emotionally and mentally, feeling how it feels to have not only struck someone with your car but have actually had to have your tires go over them in some capacity and not know if when you get out of the car if they're going to be alive or gone and it really makes me so sad that that it happened because yesterday I woke up and had no intention of hitting someone or running them over with my car I was not impaired, I was not stressed, I was not on any drugs or any medication that could typically lead to this. Um, So it's just really unfortunate that sometimes things just truly are accidents and they just happen and there's nothing that you can do to do it differently except try to be as helpful and compassionate as possible and I'm just so thankful that I was able to get out and that we had people who stopped lots of people who were willing to stop and help and make sure that she was taken care of um I'm so thankful for my family who showed up to support me um I'm so thankful that I did not get a citation from it yet I'm crossing my fingers that 
it doesn't need to be um, any worse than it already is. I don't know what that looks like yet, um, and so I'm not going to comment on what I think will happen or what I hope will happen because it's just, it's so unknown, but as of the event yesterday, I did not receive a citation. I provided my insurance and I was able to leave in the car that I came in, um, which was very jolting. I want to talk about that a little bit further because, first of all, I just wanted to make sure that it was very clear, like, in this episode. I am so deeply sad and upset that this happened this way, and I feel horrible for the cyclist, and I hope that somehow that she ever hears this, that she understands that whatever the problem was, whether if there was a problem or not, whatever happened, I did not ever, ever intend or try to be reckless or endanger anyone, and I would never, ever have done that just out of my own fruition. It was a complete and utter accident and I am so sorry that it had to happen that way and I'm so sorry that you got hurt and you were put through a traumatic experience and I want you to know that I am absolutely just torn up about the whole thing and and I'm so sorry that it worked out that way and I hope that your recovery is as smooth and good as possible and that you fully recover so I just want to make sure to talk about that before I talk about my feelings of where I'm at with everything um because although yes technically I was behind the wheel I still had something happen that I don't think I ever thought would happen um and I'm having to deal with the repercussions of what that looks like for me for me emotionally um to know that feeling of the shock and the anger and the sadness that comes with an event like this um and so I just wanted to make it very clear though that in no way shape or form do I think that I had the hard end of this situation I'm just purely sharing my thoughts of how I feel now um I'm just a little bit under 24 hours from the whole thing happening um and last night was filled with a lot of emotion a lot of sadness a lot of feelings of anger that it just happened. Um, and today I feel, I feel just very apprehensive. I'm really a little bit scared to live my life the way that I had been living it. I don't think I was reckless or anything, but you know, it's like, sometimes it just takes these things to kind of snap you back to reality, like really anything can happen at any time and you just don't know what's going to happen next. And I think my ultimate goal is to advocate for more safety on the roads and more safety with bicyclists and motorists and, you know, drivers in general. Um, I rode my bike almost every single day of my senior year of high school, back and forth, um, from my house to school, and it was a a decent amount of time. It was probably, you know, a little under two miles each way, but on very, very busy streets 
with a lot of traffic where I had to cross the street several times. Um, so I am very well aware of the fact that as a bicyclist, you have to be really careful ab- around cars and making sure that no matter what, that they see you and that you see them and you're not just, you know, going out in front of people without fully making eye contact and knowing that they're stopped and knowing that they've seen you and, you know, and maybe you just stop and make sure if there's a car that's turning, just stop, just slow down, you know, and again, there's no blame placed here, you know, she very well could have been trying to slow down or could just not have even seen me at all behind the signs, And maybe she did see me and thought that I saw them and was fully stopped and was not going to turn. I'm not sure. I don't know her side of the story. I'm purely just speaking from my perspective as a bicyclist. But I know how much, just how dangerous that riding your bike near cars can be. Um, And I just hope that, you know, this, this story by sharing this, that that people who are riding bikes are as careful as possible and people who are not riding bikes and who are, you know, riding mopeds or motorcycles or in cars, that they're as careful as possible. Um, I just want to share a story too that I feel like a couple stories that really um, have made this like even kind of worse is because this event happened just yesterday, but then a couple of weeks ago we had a friend who was... um, impacted by a car while they were on their either their moped scooter or electric scooter of some kind um and he had to go to the hospital and basically have major school reconstruction surgery he didn't have an element on um and he's honestly incredibly lucky to be alive today uh but this will have huge repercussions for him in the future um just with getting back to health and and moving forward And so I just hope that if there's, like, one thing that you can take away from this horrible event, both his and the one I've been through, is, like, please, 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 please wear your helmets. Please watch where you're going. Remember that always you always have to be on the defensive, both drivers and cyclists and pedestrians. You never know if people fully have seen you and see where you are, and it's important to be extremely careful around cars and bicycles and anything moving um, like that. Um, And we do have another friend, um, not the person who was killed was not necessarily someone I knew super well, but I did know um, their family members, and it was awful because he was struck once and then struck again by a car while he was walking, and then was taken, um, and then was taken to the hospital, and and succumbed to his injuries, and so I just want to, number one, say rest in peace to him. He died too young. He was 21 years old, Um, and I hope that people just are more careful, that we stop just living our lives secluded in our own bubble it's not just me it's not just you it's not just the people that we care about it's everyone around us and there are always going to be accidents that happen there's always going to be things completely out of our control but I'm just really urging you to take a lot of care when you're out and about and I'm urging you to 
Uber if you feel like you can't drive and you're in an unsafe situation to drive. Um, I wasn't impaired, but I know that there are hundreds of thousands of accidents each year that are related to substance abuse and driving and or biking, walking. There's just a lot of that that happens as well. Um, Also texting and driving, making sure that your phone is in hands-free mode and that you're not texting, you're not picking your phone up. Um, Even just something as simple as turning the radio. Like, I know that I've always tried to take it seriously, and I do, and this still happened to me. It still, it still happened. And there have been times, I'm sure in the past, where I was distracted. Maybe I was finishing up sending a text as I was leaving an intersection, and I should have just put my phone down right then. Because no text, no phone call, no party with alcohol or or event with alcohol or substance abuse that, like, it's not worth someone's life. It's not worth someone's severe injuries. Um, Because as demonstrated, you know, you can, it can happen really to anyone. And I'm just really hopeful that in the future, this encourages people to be as safe drivers as possible so that you don't have to you don't have to go through this same the same feeling um because yeah now I was never scared to drive um but I was I'm definitely shaken up um and I am really discouraged right now to try to drive um I think driving home yesterday was just like I was just so on high alert, obviously, because of everything that had happened that I was, like, driving probably five, six miles below the speed limit, and, like, I wouldn't even go in a right lane unless I absolutely had to turn, and then I was looking both directions again and again and again, and it's just, like, I know it's going to take my brain a long time to process this and to feel better, and I just hope, I hope that I can get back to that place of, not being scared, you know, to live my life, scared that something like this is going to happen because that's always my goal is like, I don't want to live scared. I don't want to live that way. Um, so I'm going to have to really work through it and do my best to try to figure out how I can get back to, you know, some semblance of normalcy when it comes to driving. But I know that I'll be forever changed by this event. And I know that my family will be forever changed by this event and it just is her family will be forever changed and I just you know I just hope that that if it makes a little bit of a difference um you know that we can we can maybe stop it from happening just decreasing it a little less um but yeah and I think too like I just am so thankful for all of the amazing, amazing people who stepped up to help yesterday, to help her, to help me, um, I'm thankful for one of the kindest men I've ever known who came up and was instantly there to help help her. He was just a bystander of some kind. I don't know where he came from, but he came out. And he did his best to get a tourniquet around her leg and to get get water underneath her so her back wouldn't burn on the asphalt. And 
I never want to be so graphic, but just to make sure that her injuries didn't become even worse. And he gave me a hug at the end. And he said, I'm so sorry that this happened to you too. And I can't imagine how you must be feeling right now. But just remember, you did the best you could with the situation that was in front of you. And I think that's my goal moving forward. And my goal has always to be like, you're never going to have a perfect life. There's always going to be things that happen, but it's about how you react and it's about how you move forward. It's about how helpful you are and how caring and compassionate you are. And I'm just proud that I had the composure to try to keep it together and call 911 right away and do everything I could to try and help her and get her help. Um, and I just, again, want her to know, like, I'm, I'm wishing but nothing but the quickest and best recovery for her and I just want her to know that again I was not impaired I was not distracted I was truly just trying to do my best to make it home from a clothing store where I picked up a new pair of shorts to my husband um to my family you know and it's just and I just want her to know that I hope she knows I'm not evil. I'm not the devil. I'm not someone who was out there trying to do harm. I was just what I think is a pretty good person put in a really bad spot. And I want her family to know that too. That I did everything I could to try to get her help as fast as I could in a really horrible time. And I didn't want her to suffer or have it be any worse and I just hope that they know that while although I may technically be the driver that I really truly don't feel like that there was any way that it could have been prevented unless my car wasn't there at that time and her bike wasn't there at that exact time it was just a horrible 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 coincidence of timing um And yeah, and it will take a long time to recover from it. And I don't think I'll ever be the same. I don't know how long, if I'll ever be able to ride a bike again. Which is horrible because I love bike riding. Um, I'm sure if I have kids one day, it will be really hard for me to allow them to ride bikes. And I just like, I hate that, you know, and I'm sure it will take a lot of time in therapy before I feel comfortable you know around bikes especially and like you know driving really confidently again so I'm just I'm just doing my best to move forward and to take every day as it comes um and I just again thank you for listening because I understand that while you may never go through this And I pray to God that you don't, that you know, just that you try to drive as safe as possible and take care of those around you and look out for things. And that if you're ever even around that situation, that you get out of your car and that you help. Because both of those people are somebody's family and their loved ones, both me and her, you know, are really well-loved, wonderful people. I'm sure she's wonderful. I don't know her well, but I'm sure she's wonderful. 
Uh, and so I just, yeah, I really hope that in the future that this helps people to drive a little bit more safely. And I know it will help me to drive even more safely and my family to drive safely. And to take bike safety seriously, to take helmets in any dangerous sport, to take helmets seriously, whether it's snowboarding, horseback riding, whatever it is, riding a bike. Protect your head, protect yourself. Um, and also just... Just be aware of your surroundings and how you can help people. So, yeah, that is where I'm going to end the episode today. Um, But I just want to thank you so much for listening and taking the time to hear my story. And I hope that um, hopefully my next episode is a little bit more happy. This one was really hard, but I felt like it's not fair to share who I am or parts of me without sharing the bad things too and I want people to know that these things happen to even really good people with kind hearts who are really caring and it doesn't discriminate you know so just yeah thanks again for listening um and I will see you on my next one (laughs) all right